0: welcome back to a wife in training where our goal is to inspire you to allow god to direct your path on the way to love confidence and growing in your walk with him last week for our first episode we discussed the meaning of maturity and how it applies to both our everyday lives and our spiritual ones And today for our second episode, we will discuss a Proverbs 31 woman, which are some of the biblical principles outlined for women and wives in Proverbs 31 and how we can apply the word to our lives. I want to give a big thank you and a shout out to everyone who has listened and or followed. The response has been overwhelming, and I hope that everyone listening is able to walk away from this with food for thought and something applicable to their lives and situations. So today I want to start out with the reading of this chapter, Proverbs 31, and then let's take a deeper look and try to see an application for how we can use these scriptures to bring glory to God by humbling ourselves to his word as women. And for our male listeners, these are things maybe you could look at when developing relationships with the women in your lives. So let's get started. The words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. What, my son, and what the son of my womb, and what the son of my vows? Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink, lest they drink and forget the law, and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of heavy hearts. Let him drink and forget his poverty, and remember his misery no more. Open thy mouth for the dumb and the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction. Open thy mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need need of spoil she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life she seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands she is like the merchant ships she bringeth her food from afar she rises, riseth riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens she considereth a field and buyeth it with the fruit of her hands she planteth a vineyard she girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms she perceiveth that her merchandise is good Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates, which he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up, and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. When God first created the world, he saw that it was not good for man to be alone. So he created a suitable helper for him woman the word of god gives not only examples of right and wrong and tells the history of different biblical figures but also gives guidelines on how both men and women alike should conduct and carry themselves out into the world proverbs 31 is a perfect example of what a godly woman and wife is supposed to be so what all does this mean how can we apply this to our daily lives so first, I want to break these scriptures down into more simplistic terms of what it really means to be a Proverbs 31 woman. A Proverbs 31 woman is called to be virtuous, faithful, exemplified goodness, hardworking, a provider to your family, purposeful, attentive to opportunities, strong, enduring, well-rounded, charitable, providing trust, well-dressed, wife to a good husband, working, honorable, and wise. So starting at Proverbs 31.10, I want to start at virtue. And what I'm about to list comes from Nora Conrad's blog, which really helped break down these scriptures individually to give better insight into the word of God. The first line begins by telling women they are precious and worthwhile. God calls us to be virtuous and capable. Verse 11, faithfulness. We are called to speak the truth and earn the trust of others. We are to be faithful and enrich not only our lives, but the people around us as well. Verse 12, goodness. We are called to be good to our husbands and family, to cherish them and love them. Verse 13, hardworking. God calls us to be hard workers, never lazy, and always improving ourselves. Let's be real. I know that it is so easy to to get wrapped up within your lazy days, but you gotta push past it to be a biblical woman. It's okay every once in a while, and that's not what we're talking about here. But improvement, self-improvement, I talked about this in our last episode, having that growth mindset and always improving. It's a part of maturity as well. Verse number 14, a provider. This verse talks about providing the family with food, cooking, and serving. This can be taken literally or as Nora had said, and how she sees it, to care for and help your family. Verse fifteen: An early riser. God calls us to wake up before dawn, which would probably it is an extremely hard task, and prepare for the day. Nora mentioned how she said she sees this as God calling us to be hardworking and purposeful with our time. So you start your day in prayer, and then prep for the day, getting ready, making sure that everything is done and prepared for your family and for yourself. Number 16, business savvy. This verse was one that Nora had mentioned she had a hard time with. Many people read the Bible and think women should stay home and be housewives. And while there is nothing wrong with that, the Lord also calls on us to work hard, earn an income and help our family. It is our job to pay attention to our world and take advantage of opportunities. Strength. Energetic and strong. And this is in verse number 17. This can be your physical strength, working out and your health, your mental strength, being there for others when they need help, and spiritual strength, asking God for guidance and praying. We are called to do these things with optimism and energy. Verse number 18. Endurance. Again, we're called to be hard workers. Not only that, but God asks us to ensure our dealings are well handled. Even if it means staying up late, we are called to endure during hard times and to continue to work hard. Verse number 19, well-rounded. Again, er, er, this verse was another hard one for her. She she said that she she had decided because verse 13 talks about wool and flax, that this comparison calls for us to be well-rounded and understanding of many skills. God calls us to learn and grow by learning different skills we can and we can help so we can help our family verse number 20 charitable we're all called to help the poor and less fortunate we are told to love our neighbors and this verse calls us to love those in need by welcoming them with open arms and she had also mentioned that this verse to her it she feels like it has something to do with not judging others which i completely agree with verse number 21 provide and trust this verse has two key ideas, one being it is our job to provide for our kids and family, to keep them safe and loved, and the second being trusting God and His plan. Even during hard times, trust in our work and His is key. Number 22, well-dressed this verse is interesting god asks us not to be consumed by our looks but here he tells us to be well dressed the idea is to treat ourselves like we are worth which we are we are told to dress well to present our success that we have made for ourselves and to love ourselves number 23 or verse 23 wife to a good husband this verse is god telling us to marry a man who's a good husband and a good leader there are many places that talk about marriage in the bible I think this verse reiterates that God calls us to marry a man with the same faith as ourselves. Someone who loves God will be a good husband and leader. Remember the verse about not being unequally yoked. Verse 24, working. Another verse calling us to work for an income. God wants us to provide for ourselves and family. He asks us to sell our work and earn a living wage. Verse 25, honorable. This is one of her favorite verses. We are called to fear nothing but God. We are told to be honorable and strong and to carry ourselves as carry ourselves as graceful women. We're also told to laugh, be happy and optimistic. Verse 26, wise. We are asked to think before we speak and to do all we, and to always do so with kindness. It is asked that we be wise with that with what we say. Verse 27, active. Laziness is not an option. God calls us to take care of our homes and families and to work hard for them. Verse 28, praiseworthy. We are promised thanks and praise for our hard work. We are asked to take these praises and give back to our families. Verse 29, excels. With God in our hearts, we can do and achieve anything we set our sights on. We are told we will succeed and excel. Verse 30, God fearing. We are called to fear the Lord. He is the only one we should fear, and though that fear will come, To know Him and accept Him in our hearts, we are told to live in a way that honors God. Verse 31. Rewarded. The last verse tells us that we will be praised for our hard work and dedication. God promises to recognize our faith. A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. I have not considered myself a Proverbs 31 woman. Nor am I quite there yet, even though I am taking the steps to become one. And here I am, a single woman, who doesn't even have a boyfriend, much less a husband and kids. So does that mean I'm disqualified from this biblical standard of womanhood? Maybe you're single too, or married, and you still feel like you can't measure up to this expectation, because let's be real, it can be pretty difficult when you actually take the steps to applying it to your life rather than just seeing it on paper. It's extremely easy to believe we only become our best selves once we have our lives together. For some, this means getting married, and for others, it's having a house with a picture-perfect family with a dog and a white picket fence and business success. We may know in our mind a spouse and kids don't complete us, but our heart can tell us a different story, especially As women. However, if you read Proverbs 31 closely, none of the skills this woman defined, none of these skills she has to depend on her husband or kids. She has these skills because she exercises wisdom in everything she does. Wisdom, the soundness of an action or decision with regard to the application of experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The standards for a virtuous wife are the standards for a virtuous woman, single or married. It can still be overwhelming to look at these things that women are called to be, especially when you compare yourself to them. I don't know if there's one thing here I can say that I've mastered. However, even though through all this, one of the most important things to remember is it's not a prescription for us to fulfill, it's a testimony of how God shapes us into his image. There were no women in the Bible that were perfect. Rahab and Mary Magdalene were prostitutes. Ruth was a widow from a pagan nation. The woman at the well was divorced five times. Mary was too young and Elizabeth was too old. But what did all of these extremely important biblical women have in common? Proverbs 31 30 says charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. In Proverbs 1 7, we find a similar statement. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. To feel the Lord to fear the Lord is to feel the weight of his glory as you love and obey him. Think about the fear a child may have of disappointing a parent, not because they're scared of getting punished, but because they don't want to displease someone that they love and respect. This is what will characterize us as a proverbs 31 woman our fear of the lord our genuine desire from the core of who we are to please him proverbs 31 is not a job description for women nor is it a shopping list for men it's an example of the abundance god gives us over time as we grow to know and love him more and as a single woman it's good to remember that a husband and kids are not a prerequisite to receive all god has for me in his life obviously that's a lot to take in, and we are not perfect, nor does God expect us to be. Becoming a Proverbs 31 woman means working hard to become a woman who honors God. So I've, ri- I've gathered up some steps on how to apply Proverbs 31 into your life. And in order to do this, you need to, one, remember that you're worthy of God's grace. Two, be truthful and faithful. Three, love others, be good to others and pray for others. Four, work hard in everything you do. Five, wake up early and start the day with God. Pray every day and praise God. You should start your day with prayer. It gives you a fresh start for the day you wake up and it sets a precedent for positivity and optimism throughout that day. Five, study and learn. Enrich your life with skills and understanding and becoming well-rounded in your skills. Six, take advantage of opportunities in business, helping others and caring for others. Seven, be strong and endure hard times. Put your faith in God to help you when you feel lost. Seven, love and honor yourself. Dress well, exercise and behave well. Eight, find a husband who shares your values and love of God. Again, be not unequally yoked. Nine, fear God and honor Him in all things, and ten, remember that you are praiseworthy and will be rewarded for your work. I'd like to thank you for listening to a Wife in Training podcast. Um, this has been a very interesting topic to discuss into today. I've really been looking forward to being able to put out this to put out this episode. A Proverbs thirty one woman is something that, if you are like me, I've I've heard it growing up all my life, but I've never really understood and never taken a deeper look and delved deeper into the word and studied it and taken thought about the applicable steps and how we should take these in our lives, both as single women and as married women. I know growing up I've always thought, well Proverbs 31 is for it's for the married woman. But no, it's it's for us to learn. It's for us to grow as individuals And when we are connected to our our person, you know. But I would like to thank everyone for listening in and tuning in on A Proverbs 31 Woman for our second episode. I'm so excited about this podcast. It's Again, it's such a new thing and it's it's so exciting. But I hope to have all of you back listening for next week at Tuesday on 10 a.m for situationships versus relationships it should be an interesting topic to discuss and i'm super excited to get into it thank you so much